0: Welcome back to He Leadeth Me, a spiritual formation podcast for Focus staff, students, and friends. I'm Jessica, Focus's manager of spiritual formation, and today I'm joined by Father John Ezradi. Father John is one of our national chaplains. So thanks for joining me today, Father.
1: Thank you, Jess. It's, It's so nice to be back with you here.
0: I wanted to have you out to kind of do uh, almost like a little booster shot episode on a topic that we've done before, which is the examine prayer.
1: Great topic. Yeah, I remember our conversation and I'm very happy to yeah, to add some more things so that our missionaries and friends can use this great way of prayer that St. Ignatius left to us and the church.
0: Yeah, you know, I actually made it one of my New Year's resolutions to do the examine prayer daily because I found that... I will do it for a while, and I'm fairly faithful with it, and then I'll just drop off completely. But the thing that I've noticed is that it really makes a very big difference in my spiritual life when I'm faithful to doing this prayer every evening.
1: Yeah, that is a great resolution, and I wish uh, many people would do the same. You know, uh, just the examining prayer is such a wonderful tool. Ignatius was very, very adamant about about it because It helps us know ourselves, and by knowing ourselves, also see God's action in our lives. So, I mean, it's one of the best ways for us to really grow in that relationship with the Lord in spiritual life and eventually in holiness.
0: Yeah, one of the things that I wanted to talk about in this episode about the Examined Prayer is how it can be used to help people to discern God's will. But before we jump into that, could you give a brief, Reminder of what the five steps of the examine prayer are?
1: Yeah, St. Ignatius gave the examine prayer as a gift to the church. So he states five steps that we use in this prayer, and I want to stress that idea that the examine is first and foremost prayer, okay? Uh, it is not just uh, to make a list of things, it is uh, to be in the presence of God and, and, and to know ourselves and see ourselves as God does. So the first, obviously, the, the first step would be when we put ourselves in the presence of God, we need to ask him for light. We need his grace. We're not going to do this by ourselves. We, we need God to show ourselves to us. So the first step is to put ourselves in his presence and to ask for light. The second step is to give thanks to God. And I think that is very important. And sometimes we skip it because it's OK. Yeah, Thank you, Jesus. And mm-hmm. we. Just go to the next step, but to spend time in gratitude for all the gifts that Jesus gave us, that the Lord gave us during the day, Uh, no matter what. I mean, just we received another day of life in which we were able to serve the Lord. So we have to give thanks to the Lord for all the gifts. Those that we are aware of, obviously, because we see them, but many others, uh, many other gifts that we are not aware of. So we have to give thanks to God for that. The third step is to review the day. It's actually uh, the longer one, uh, if you want, in which we go through the day and we see everything that happened to us, uh, how we responded, uh, everything that happened in our soul, interior motions that we received, inspirations and how we responded to them. And we will see, obviously, that good responses and bad responses on our part because that is what human nature is like. We spend quite a bit of time just of going through the day and that is the quote-unquote the examine, properly speaking, in the sense we examine what happened during the day. And then we will look at our response and that is a fourth uh, step. And many times in our response, we need to sp- uh, spend some time also looking at our shortcomings. Uh, what are the things that we could have done better. We responded well to the Lord many times, but many other times we didn't respond well. So what are the situations in which we should have been better or we fell short in knowing our response to God? And that leads to the fifth step, which is to look towards the day to come, to look forward to the future, to say, well, okay, uh, this is the way I responded, and I think that in the future I can be better by doing this or that. So, uh, And then obviously we conclude again with a prayer uh, of surrender, of giving ourselves to God.
0: So those five steps were ask God for light, thank God for the blessings of the day, review your day, ask for forgiveness, and make a resolution for tomorrow.
1: That is correct. <laughs>
0: Very good. Very good. See, I've been praying it every day. Yeah. That is amazing. (laughs) So I mentioned that I wanted to talk about how you can use the examine prayer for discernment. So I'm going to tell you a story. I got to go on a little four-day retreat and my spiritual director for the retreat was Father Timothy Gallagher. And Father Timothy is kind of the famous OMB priest who's written all of the books on discernment. So I was really excited to have such a gifted person be my spiritual director. And when we met for direction, we talked about how I had come on the retreat because I needed to make a decision, and I wanted to pray with that decision. And he said, okay, what I want you to do is I'm going to give you the theme for your meditations each day, and you'll pray for four hours a day, and in the evening, you're going to say the examine prayer. And we're going to talk about whatever you pray with in the examine prayer. And that was really surprising to me that he was emphasizing to me that the bulk of our conversation was actually going to be on the examine prayer. And at that time, the examine prayer for me was almost more like counting my sins. And I did not like praying it. Uh, I didn't pray it very much. And my first thought when he said that was, I'm on a retreat. Like, how much sinning do you think I'm capable of? And so I think that that particular instance taught me two things. One, I wasn't actually doing the examine prayer. I thought it was something that it wasn't. And two, you can use it for discernment. So can you speak into that a little bit?
1: Yeah, that is a great point, and I love this story. Actually, thank you for sharing. You know, I think that what would happen to you and happens to a lot of people, I, and I include myself, is we we make a mistake and we we think that uh, the examine prayer is just an examination of conscience, and because the names are similar, examine and examination, we think, oh yeah, an examination of conscience. When I go to confession, I examine my conscience and I make a list of my sins. I would say that the examination of conscience, in a certain way, uh, it's Part of the examine, step number four, when we look into the ways in which we did respond well to God, Christ. So that is an examination of conscience. But the examine is way more, and for discernment, as you say, is something very important because if we pay attention to what we said at the beginning, we look into ourselves. The third step, right? And that is exactly what discernment is. Uh, many times, people think that discernment is just, I have to discern my vocation. I have to see what it will do. And once I did that, I'm done. No, discernment is something that we continually do in our spiritual life. What is discernment? It is to look at the motions, the movements, the inspirations that we have in our heart, in our soul. And that happens throughout our entire life. So, the third step, particularly of the examined prayer, is to look into our heart and to see what happened to see what I received, this idea, this inspiration, uh, this movement or inclination to do something. So that is the first step. I have to know myself. But because I'm examining myself, I'm looking into my soul with the eyes of God. And that is why I asked for grace at the beginning to see and for light to see clearly what uh, how the Lord sees me. Because I'm looking at that, then I will be able to say, well, this particular desire, this particular motion, movement, inclination, inspiration came from God. But this other one didn't come from God because I see that it moved me more towards selfishness or towards just thinking about myself instead of thinking about God or my neighbor. So I think that the exam in prayer is essential for discernment because, as we said, it makes us go into ourselves, and that is the basics of discernment.
0: Yeah, and I think you're exactly right with what I was doing, what a lot of people do when they think they're praying the examined prayer. They're actually doing an examination of conscience. And I think for me in particular, in that examination of conscience, really, I was focusing more on external things. Like, okay, here are all of my public faults. I snapped at someone, you know, like I did whatever, um, or even the review of the day, it's like, what did I do today? I got up, I ate breakfast. But then I started to think of the examined prayer as more of what were my interior movements today? And then I started noticing when I prayed the office in the morning, this one line of one of the Psalms really spoke to me. And I began to recognize how God was giving me consolation, how he was increasing my faith, and setting my heart on fire for love for him in all of these little ways throughout the day. And I also began to notice those movements of desolation. But before, I was just looking at all of the external things that I had done, and it wasn't very fruitful. And all of a sudden, I became so aware of how God was speaking in my heart. And then I started using it just thinking about that choice that I had to make Looking at my interior movements, how often were they about that choice? And when I thought about that choice, was there for the choice or against the choice? Were any of those movements setting my heart on fire with love for God? Okay, then which part of the choice was that with? Was it to do it or to not do it? And that really helped me in discernment. And actually, the thing that helped me in discernment was when I was looking at my interior movements throughout the day during the examined prayer. I realized I'm never thinking about this choice. Like, I don't think that it's God's timing for me to make this choice yet because it isn't related to either my consolation or my desolation. It was kind of my own timing for this choice needs to be made.
1: Yeah, that is a great point. You know, St. Augustine used to say, I don't want to quote him because I don't remember exactly, but the idea was, as I know myself, I know you, God. And as I know you, God, I know myself. So that is so beautiful because uh, as I know myself by examination, by examining, by paying attention to what is going on in my heart, I see myself as God sees me. And then when I see myself as God sees me, I get to know God better. And as I pray and I spend time with the Lord, I get to know him better and I reflect myself in him and and I learn how I should be and what things I can change. Uh, You just mentioned something that for me is essential, uh, both in the exam and I would say also for the examination of conscience, which is, you know, we don't need just to make a list of our sins. Uh, That will be very superficial. All of us do. Okay. So, I mean, if anyone who is listening to us does it, I mean, no freaking out. It's common, but we can always be better. So when we examine our conscience, whether for confession or when we do an examine in which we go deeper and examine our dispositions during the day, we want to see why that happened. We want to go to the roots. Okay. So if I snapped at somebody or I was selfish or I didn't uh, do my prayer, why did it happen? Because probably the sin is not just, oh, I snapped at this person or I didn't do my prayer. Maybe it is. I was uh, very selfish, thinking only about my comfort, or I was lazy and I didn't want to put effort into maybe just getting up early and going to pray. So the sin, the root will be there. And usually we will go to the, the lessons. Uh, usually we will see that those are the roots. But I think that when we want to grow in our spiritual life and to know ourselves better, it is not good to stay on the surface and to make a list of, this is what happened, whether it is my sins, or what I did, or what I, uh, I experienced in, during my day, but why? What triggered this reaction? Why do I think that I experienced this? Go into the root, and if it is a sinful root, we have to uproot it, we have to just take it out. And it might take time, but at least we know that if I take out the root, those other sins that I usually see and I write, write down on my list will disappear. So that is essential, and that is why the examine is so important because the examine, by its own nature, because of the way St. Ignatius taught us how to do it, it leads us deeper. We, if we do the examine well, we are going to go deeper. So, I mean, it's just we don't have to make an effort, it will happen. If we do the examine, just I will go and go deeper into my soul. Uh, and God, because we ask for His grace and, and we ask for light, will help us see ourselves as He sees us.
0: That's really true. My spiritual director is always encouraging me to ask why I committed such and such sin, because you need to get to the root. Otherwise, you stay very external. And God wants to speak to your heart. That's where that sin is actually taken care of. And really, when we're praying the examine prayer uh, and we get to that section about forgiveness of sin, we're kind of looking at our sins in a very contemplative way. And when we look at our sins in a contemplative way, we don't just stop at the sin because we always get to God who is merciful and forgives us, and then we get to experience his mercy in a new way.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, two things uh, that came to mind as you were saying this. First, you said something very important. You mentioned your spiritual director, okay? So that is something that, as you know, we in Focus Give a lot of importance to. We all need a spiritual director. It's not just something, oh, it would be good to have one. I would say it is necessary to have one. Okay. We have priests, uh, sisters, people, and a lot of alumni who are training direction. So I Take this opportunity for some advertisement, but you know, guys, it is very important to have a direction, a director to help us see ourselves and many times lead us and guide us in the way the Lord wants to guide us. And the other thing about our sins and looking at our sins in a more contemplative way that you mentioned, Jess, I think that that is important because many times we look at sins as failure. I failed. And that is a very human way of looking at sin, sin is an offense against God. So we want to see when we sin, and when we think about sinning. and I'm not talking about mortal sin, is any sin, is an offense against God. And because we love God and we want to love him, we don't want to offend him. Now we're weak and the Lord knows that we're weak. So he doesn't stop loving us because we offend him. He just says, I'm here to forgive. That is the awesomeness of our God, that he loves us so much that he will always forgive no matter what. But it is important for us, to have this sorrow for sin, to say, well, when I sin, it's not just a failure. I offended God, but God loves me so much that I go to him and he will not only forgive my sin, but he will give me grace to be stronger in the future. In a certain way, and this is kind of crazy to say, but we are kind of expected to sin because Jesus instituted seven sacraments. One of the seven, only seven, and one of the seven is for reconciliation. So he knew that we were going to be weak and we were going to sin and offend him time and again. But he loves us so much that he thought, well, I need to fix this because, I mean, otherwise it would be a mess. So he instituted a sacrament in which we come to him in person because he is, when the priest is there, he is Jesus there in person to not only forgive our sins, but to say, I love you. I trust in you. I'm here for you. And I'm giving you more graces so that you can be stronger in the future.
0: Now, Father, I want to return to something that you talked about earlier in the episode, that necessity of that step of thanking God for the blessings throughout the day. I could be getting this wrong, but isn't it true that St. Ignatius said that all sin begins in ingratitude?
1: I don't know if he said that, but it makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, I will say the truth. I mean, I don't know if he said that, but it makes a lot of sense. So, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: Maybe he said that to me in prayer.
1: (laughs) But anyway, what I want to say is that, yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving is so important. Because one of the big problems that we have as as human beings, wounded by sin, is we are very much self-centered. So, we think about ourselves. And it's all about us, our comfort, our pleasure, our happiness. Uh, Those things are not sinful. But self-centeredness is, because Jesus, God, should be our center. So gratitude, what gratitude does is, uh, gratitude removes us from the center and brings back God there. Because when I'm grateful, I'm recognizing that I have received something, that I am not the superhero that has this willpower that does everything good. If I see something good in my life, in my day, in this particular situation, It is because God loves me and he gave me that blessing. So that is why gratitude is so important. And that is why one of the first steps, the second step is Thanksgiving to say, well, I am alive. I have to be very grateful because otherwise I wouldn't be alive. I mean, God gave me the gift of life and I was able to do this. I was able to do mission to study uh, whatever that might be. Everything is a gift from God. Everything good that we receive, that we have, that we are is a gift from God. So Gratitude puts us in the right perspective. It just removes us from the center, brings God back to the center, and then when God is in the center, we can continue with the examine. Without gratitude, uh, I would say that we could become very selfish and and prideful, actually, because in the end, it is Pelagian uh, idea of I can do it on my own. I don't need God's grace. Or if I need God's grace, I earned it. And nope, uh, we have to ask for grace. And God will always give us his grace, but it, it, it is a gift that he wants to give us. So that is why gratitude is so important.
0: Well, for me personally, when I'm trying to make a decision, gratitude is even more important. Because I think that if I don't take that step of gratitude and just realizing all of the blessings that God has given me in my life, when I come to my prayer times, I'll kind of become obsessed with the decision that I have to make and approach it like, God, we have a problem here. I still don't know what to do yet, and you need to solve this problem, and I'm going to keep reminding you until you tell me what I have to do. And it kind of results in me thinking that I need to be God's manager. (laughs) And then, yeah, my my spiritual life is getting reduced to this one question of should I do the thing or not do the thing, and I'm not aware of how much God is blessing me. And so I think the examine prayer kind of, has a natural uh, prevention built into it that you're not going to become obsessed with either your sins or the decisions you have to make or whatever else because Ignatius grounds you immediately in that thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, Ignatius knows very well that everything that we have comes from God. And, and I think that is the foundation of the exam prayer to recognize uh, our necessity of God, that we cannot do anything without Him. So uh, otherwise, it's kind of the idea of, I will do everything on my own. And that is why uh, many times we approach God just as a source of information, uh, even when we are asking for His will. I want to know kind of saying kind of going to Wikipedia and typing you know what is the will of God for me and trying to find <laughs> an answer or asking Google or Siri you know and God wants to be our friend so that the the examine prayer builds up that relationship with God because we the, what we do is we are looking at how God has been working in our heart and then we bring that back to him
0: you know I have prayed the examine prayer off and on <laughs> as I've mentioned, but as I have gotten older, I have prayed it more, and I've been more consistent with it. And so I feel comfortable with sometimes spending more time on one of those individual steps. And sometimes I don't even get past the step of gratitude. It'll be 15 minutes, and I'll think to myself, I think this is where the Holy Spirit wants me to rest today. And I think that the examined prayer can kind of be like learning how to play the piano, in the beginning, you should just focus on learning the basics and figuring out uh, what the notes are, things like that. You should always play the music as it's written. So I think in the beginning when you're playing the ex- praying the exam prayer, you should always follow all of the steps. But then when you become more proficient in it, you can sit down at the piano and make spontaneous music. And so sometimes the Holy Spirit is going to tell you, You need to linger in this step of the examine or even this is the step of the examine prayer that you're going to pray with today and that's it. But so for beginners, I would encourage you do all five of those steps. And maybe if you're a little more proficient, you might want to spend more time on gratitude.
1: Absolutely. You know, I mean, we have to remember this. Uh, The examine is a form of prayer and prayer is never an assignment. It is an encounter with Christ. Uh, And I think that is a key to understanding any kind of prayer and this one as well. So, but methods always help because we need to learn. We need to create a habit. Prayer is a gift. Prayer is not an assignment and it is a habit, which means it's something that is rooted in us in such a way that becomes spontaneous. It becomes something natural, kind of a second nature. It's part of who I am. But in order to have that, first we have to ask God for the grace, obviously. And also you have to practice it. So if we want, in this case, the examine prayer to be part of our spiritual life, a kind of a second nature, we need to ask God for his grace and we do that every time we pray the examine, but also to repeat it. So uh, I agree with you, Jess, hundred percent at the beginning. It's better to go step by step, not because the step itself is something that I have to do. It's just because we want to create the, the habit. And then eventually, because prayer is not an assignment, but an encounter with Christ. I mean, Christ will reveal himself in different ways. And sometimes I will spend more time in gratitude. Sometimes I will spend more time in sorrow for my sins. Sometimes I will spend more time, you know, in just asking God for his light or in asking for forgiveness, depending on where the spirit leads me. But in order to reach that point, we have to create the habit, which, as I said, becomes a habit with practice and also obviously grace that we ask God for.
0: And Father, I think that the exam prayer is really helpful for people in making decisions precisely because it's a method and it's meant to be prayed every day with regularity. And I think so many people, when they're praying through decisions, they can wait to pray about the decision until the last minute and then have an anxious prayer to God like, you need to tell me what to do right away. And they can only pray with it sporadically. And the examine prayer kind of uh, prevents them from doing that and helps them, like you said, to recognize more of their interior movements.
1: Yeah, this is the key, test. that's great. Uh, God speaks to us in our heart, and he's constantly talking to us. Uh, it is not just that he would have this lightning bolt coming down and say, this is what you gotta do. He always speaks to us uh, in circumstances, in our prayer, in events, through other people, you know. Uh, that happens to me a lot when I give a spiritual direction. And my directees say something to me. And as they are talking, I think, oh, gosh, this is a response to what I was praying with the other day. You know, God speaks in, in many ways. So I think that the fact that we go into our hearts and we see how God has been working, that is the best way for discernment. Because God speaks to us constantly through
0: circumstances. That was a perfect way to summarize things. As we're getting ready to wrap up here, do you have any tips for people who are praying the Examen prayer, particularly if they find themselves in a place where they need to make a big decision?
1: Well, the first thing I would say, I go back to what I said a few minutes ago: I go to your spiritual director. Okay, that is something that I will always say, and I think all of us agree on. Uh, and then perseverance. Okay, uh, just we have to have patience in, in our discernment in our relationship with God. Uh, God sometimes takes his time because he wants to spend time with us. So he is afraid that if he gave us a response immediately, we would just say, okay, thank you, Jesus. I go to another place. So because he loves us so much and he wants to spend time with us, uh, he takes his time to give us his answer. So perseverance, consistency, I would say is one of the most important things for discernment. And in this case, the examine prayer.
0: That's great. And for those of you who would like more resources on the examine prayer, And on Spiritual Direction, we have two other podcast episodes that I did with Father John. One of them is um, fleshing out the examine prayer in more detail. And that's called The One Prayer You Shouldn't Neglect Praying. And then we also have a podcast episode on why you need a spiritual director. So if you're interested in more resources on those two topics, check out those episodes. And Father, could you close us in a blessing?
1: Of course. The Lord be with you.
0: And with your spirit.
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for this opportunity that we have to reflect on the gift of the examen prayer and on the gift of your son for us. We ask you that we, you will always uh, give us the grace to know ourselves better so that we can always get to, get to know you better in our lives. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for joining us today, Father. Thank you,
1: Jesse. What's was a pleasure as always.
0: And thanks, everyone, for listening.